fountain of your goodness, of your holiness. That you're not just a resource, you're our source. Father, even now, open up our spiritual eyes and our spiritual ears that we may hear. Lord, pour me out. Pour me out. Pour me out as a drink offering before your people that we may see you more clearly. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Give God some praise in the house. Give God some praise. No matter where you may be at, he is worthy of all the praise. Thank you, worship team. We are embarking on the 12th sermon of this series of three essential spiritual elements to feel, to overflow your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have been coming out of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and really emphasizing what when, when Paul writes that these shall abide faith, hope, and love. And we contend to you today that, that in all of our getting, in, in all that, that, that God has for us, the three things you must have is your source of everything. Is faith, hope, and I can say vision on that, and love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's, let's read, and then we shall, then we shall commence on, 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 on preaching this. We are coming out of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 12 and 13, out of the Amplified Classic. And it reads as such in our hearing. Paul is writing, and he right for now, we are looking in a mirror that gives only dim, blurred reflection of reality as it is a riddle, an enigma. He said, he said, we don't see the full truth. We, we are in a world of deception, and the Holy Spirit has to give us illumination in order to see the truth. And he says, he says, even himself, he didn't see it all. Even in his writing, he only saw in part. Hallelujah. He goes on to say, he says, but then when the perfection comes, he's not talking about the coming of Christ. Uh, he's talking about or the coming of the Bible. He's talking about when Christ comes the second time and he takes us home and we are changed to be like him. It's the entire event of change. And then we will know. It says, it says, it says, we, we shall see reality face to face. And I, I think he says Jesus face to face. Now, right now. While we're down here, he said, he said, now I know in part imperfectly, but then I shall know and understand fully and clearly, even in the same manner as I have been fully and clearly known and understood by God. Hallelujah. He said, and so faith, hope, love, Abide, and what he's saying is, he says, he said, hold on to this because everything else is gonna pass away. But then, these three, we still gonna have 
faith, hope, and love. I, I contend to you today that if, it's, is, if these three are going to make it through, then how important are they right now? Hallelujah, I said. Let's shut it down and let's get into our preaching. Amen. The subject matter that I want to deal with this morning is the thirst or the need for hope. And by hope, I'm really talking about vision. Vision, not this earthly hope, not the worldly hope, but 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 this 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 hope that that we are talking about is from God. God created us. He knows everything about us. And there are needs of our soul. Every one of us have needs in our souls. When Adam and Eve disobey that, that, that place where God abides, that place where the Holy Spirit had residence, it departed. We died spiritually. Instead of being spirit, soul, body beings, we became soul beings. Empty. Listen, no religion on earth feels that need. No matter how you try to feel that need, nothing on this earth feels that need. Satan gives us counterfeits. Satan comes, and as John writes in 1 John chapter 2, he says, he says there are three rivers that in this world system. The lust of the flesh, that means pleasure. The lust of, of, of the eye, trying to get everything we can get. And the pride of life, ego and pride. He said Satan is trying to substitute faith, hope, and love by these three earthly mechanisms. He calls it the world system. The church, of course, even though they were doing church things, they were still operating out of the wrong system. <laughs> it's, it's almost like, it's almost like, it's almost like, there's, you know, for, for techies, there, there's the Mac system, and then there is the Microsoft system. Both of them are softwares, but the way they operate is different. <laughs> Some of us got Android, Android phones. Some of us got Apple phones. They do not connect. They operate out of a different system. God is saying there's two kingdoms in operational earth. There's God's kingdom and there's Satan's kingdom. And he said it does not work if you try to do kingdom work out of Satan's system. <laughs> you can be all up in church doing church things, but the motive from which you flowing out of, the attitude from which you're flowing out of is the lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and the pride of life. And, and he tells the Corinthians, 
It will not benefit you. He's not just talking about the Corinthian church, but he's talking about everyone who knows the Lord Jesus Christ. If, if, you're, if you're not flowing in the spirit of God, if you're not filled with the spirit of God, your flesh, your, 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 your own nature is really the one that is causing you to do what you do. And you may be doing a good thing, but you're doing it out of the wrong flow. Wrong system. Wrong kingdom. Hallelujah. Listen, 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 listen. The world will not satisfy the hope you have in your soul. It can't. Won't satisfy. Won't it may give you a thrill for a night. It, it, it may make you feel good for a moment. Oh, 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 you may get high. You may get drunk. But in the morning, you got to come back down. Buy new things. They, they may thrill you for a little bit. But that new car in two months will feel old again. My question is, what are we operating out of? Last week, we dealt with faith. If you didn't hear that message, you need to go back and deal with that message. Today, I want to deal with the need for hope or a vision for your life. When you don't have something that you're striving for, something that God has given you that is beyond you, if, if you don't know your purpose, for living. If God haven't, if you haven't tapped into what God, why he created you, why you are here, what is he trying to accomplish through your life, then you're just living. There's no aim. There's no direction. There's no motivation. There's no, so, 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 so when, when trouble hits, you don't have anything to hold you because you are reaching beyond the situation into your future. Oh, uh, y'all don't hear me. Let, me. let me let me see if I can take this a little bit deeper. You have to be able to see beyond the present. You got to believe that God has something for you beyond COVID. See, see, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you don't understand what I'm Trump didn't bother me all that much because I know what God has for me in my future, and Trump couldn't stop what God is preparing me for. Hallelujah. When you know that God is up to something in your life, and then the trouble will come, trouble will go. But you are standing on the promises of God, knowing that God has spoken into your spirit. He got something more for you, so you stay your course. When, when, when you are reading just the signs of your situation, 
you will lose your mind. Oh, yes, you will. Oh, yes, you will. Listen, Proverbs 29, 18, and I got it in a number of versions. This one is out of Apophysia, where there is no vision, no revelation of God in his word. The people are restless. They, they cast off all restraints. Some versions say they perish. What is it saying? It's saying when you don't know a forward direction, have a forward pull, faith pushes you, hope pulls you. When you know that God has something for you. Oh, y'all don't hear me. It's your personal revelation. It's what God says. I have created you for this. And, and, and even if you don't see it yet, it's in your spirit. Uh, you got to have something in your spirit that is greater than your present situation. What's wrong with some of us is the reason why we're running around to train off the track, we have no vision. You have no vision. See, see, when God gives you a vision, you don't want to mess up what God has for you. See, see when God has spoken something to you, shown you something, like, oh, y'all didn't hear me, not what you have come up with, but God has dropped it in your spirit. God has confirmed it in your spirit. And every step you take, you feel like you're getting closer God is preparing you for what he has for you so that you can be an instrument of his glory. And every time you get closer, God is telling you, keep on walking. Keep on believing. Keep on praying. Keep on worshiping. Keep on digging in my word. Because what I have for you is for you. What I, what I have learned and what I'm still learning, nothing takes away your vision but you. People come and people go. Situations come and situations go. But as long as God has that, that hope, that vision in you, you can stay the course even when all hell done broke loose. Uh, uh, so, so some of us think that we ought to have mountaintops experience all the time. Who lied to you? Who lied to you? You got some valley low experiences. And, and what I have learned that my, uh, my revelation of him, my illumination of him becomes greater in the valley. Don't get me wrong, I, I love mountaintop experience, but you don't grow on the mountaintop. You may, you may praise and worship, but you don't grow on the mountaintop. You grow and God becomes more real to you in the valley low. Hallelujah. Can, can I share with you the same God that we give praise to 
on the mountaintop is the same God that will keep you in the valley law. He's the same God that, that blesses you on the mountaintop. He's the same God that will show up in the valley low. He's the same God that will wipe away your tears. He's the same God that will rock you to sleep. He's the same God that will give you peace. He's the same God that will keep you in the valley low. Is there anybody that know my Jesus? Is there anybody that know he's good in the valley low? My knowledge of him, your knowledge of him grows in the pain. It's when he gets you where you have nothing else but him. It's when the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life don't work no more. It's when, it's when your, 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 your partying buddies don't want to party with you because your trouble then took your party away. Oh, somebody don't know what I'm talking about. It's when, it's when, it's when, it's when, it's when people come to you when, when they go through something, but they don't want you to come to them when you're going through something. But our God is a God that specializes in the valley. He'll show up. Listen, and now hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Last week we talked about the medicine manifestation of God. The manifestation of God is not him getting you out of your trouble. It's him showing himself to you in your trouble. He says, I just blew somebody's mind. (laughs) Let me explain. It's when He becomes greater than your trouble. That your trouble don't feel like trouble no more because your God is bigger than your trouble. It's when God said, be still and just know, just know, just know, just know I am God. Hallelujah. See, when you know that he's your God, and then everything else could be moving, but you don't move. When you know that he's your God, you just tell him all your trouble and know that God is up to something. Hallelujah. I'm learning that as long as God has us in his hands, it doesn't matter what's happening outside of his hands because he got you in his hands. It's Psalms 91 where, 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 where the eagle spreads its 10 feet wingspan over the nest and the eaglets is in the nest. And in that nest, it's storming on the outside, but the hell and rain can't get on the inside because mama or daddy got them covered. And inside of the nest, the 
Eagles got the ear pent up against mom or dad's breath and then listen to the in the valley you learn the heart of God in the valley you learn his ways that's why the summer said it was good for me that I was afflicted because I learned the principles the heart the way Hope reaches beyond your situation. Have you spent enough time with God that he has shown you what he's up to in your life? Have you gotten quiet enough, shut down the TV, shut down all the noise, and, and, and listen, and quit talking and start listening? God said, you will find me when you seek me with all. No, no, he said, he said, I got a requirement. I remember Steve Harvey said his current wife, they was on a date, and he said he, he was, they was on a date, and he was on his phone. She got up and walked out. And he chased her down and said, what's up? He said, if you're going to be with me, you're not going to be talking on the phone with somebody else. God says, if you're going to hear from me, I require all of your undivided attention. So until you get there, I won't say nothing. <laughs> until you get for real, I'll just, he's God. He's not our bellhop, he's God. He's God. Listen to Psalms 62. David writes this psalm and, and watch this. Our vision enables us to rest in him. David writes this while he's in trouble. But listen to his word. Listen, not on the mountaintop, but in the valley low. Truly, listen, not my feelings, not my emotions, but the deepest part of me, my soul, finds, and he can say this, finds my, my soul only finds rest in God. I done searched the world over and I didn't find it no place else. My soul only finds, listen, peace, joy, rest. Not in the, my outward circumstances, but in him. The God of my salvation, my deliverance, my life, because he's not my resource, he's my source. Next verse. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He's my fortress. I will not be shaken. When you have faith and hope, Satan can't move you. He will try. He's going to throw tr trouble. is going to come. Say that with me. Trouble is going to come. 
but you don't have to be moved. If your faith and hope is in the Lord, then you don't have to be moved. When, when, you know, when you know he got you, when you keep your eyes stayed on him, when you, when you, when you, when you, when you focus in not what's in his hand, but what's in his heart concerning you. Next verse. He said, he said how long will you assault me? He's talking of other people. Will you all throw me down? This leaning wall, this teetering fence, and he's saying that I have found that I can't trust folks. Can, can I say this? I'm just going to say Many times when you are in trouble, the very folks you thought would come to your help would be the very ones that is waiting for your downfall. You will learn sooner or later that just because folks are family don't mean that they want you to prosper. Cain was a brother, probably twin of Abel, but, but when Abel did what he was supposed to do and he's walking in favor, his brother killed him. Jesus' brothers and sisters thought he was crazy and said he was mad because they didn't understand his purpose. Joseph, who had favor, brothers almost killed him, put him in a ditch. You best be careful who you tell your vision to. Can't tell everybody. Surely they intend to topple me from my lofty seat. He said, because I'm lifted. Because I have favor, because I'm anointed, because God has gifted me, they delight in lies about me. With their mouth, they, they blast oh, in front of me. <laughs> oh, did you hear that? In front of me, they bless me, but in their heart. Tell me the Bible not real. Tell, tell, tell me that, that this ain't speaking to us today. Tell me that this ain't reality. Next, next verse. He said, yes, my son. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You just told me what's going on. Then you coming back and say, yes, my son finds rest in God. I said, my hope, my vision. My future, what God is up to, come from him, only him. It keeps you steady with all hell around you. It helps you maintain when everything else is falling apart. Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. Here in, in Hebrews, it's, it's, it, is the, it is the report of those of faith. It, it is those who have trusted God through the test. The only way that they make it in this, uh, in this story of heroes of faith is that they all went through something. <laughs> Each one of them had to go through. Their faith had to be tested. And, and, their, and their faith was found to be, be, be sure. 
Here I just picked out by Abraham when he was put to the, what's this, test. While the testing of his faith was still in progress. Listen, it wasn't a one thing deal. It was up all night. Got to take my son and sacrifice him. God told me to do this. He said, while, while it was still in progress, had already brought Isaac to and as an offering, he who had gladly received the welcome of God's promises was ready to sacrifice his only son. You know what he's saying? This is, this is what he's saying. Because he received good from God, God had already proven his love for him. Now that God is asking him to do something taking through something that he didn't understand, he said, I still believe. I, I know who he is. The promise is that through my son that I'm going to get many descendants. He said, he, said, he said, and while he was being tested, he believed that though he would sacrifice Isaac, that the only conclusion he could come to, that his God was able to raise his son from the dead. What is it that is impossible that only God can do that is testing your faith? See, because if we could see how God was going to do it, if we could figure it out, it's not faith. It's when it's impossible for man. It's when it's possible for God. Because our God is an impossible God. He can do what only he can do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is waiting on us. My fact, Isaiah 30, 18 tells us that, that, that God is waiting on us to rise up. And when we rise up, he rises up. When we have an expectation, he has an expectation. God has an expectation on us to trust him for the vision to come through. And no matter what, see, Satan's going to fight your vision. Because Satan don't want you to become what God is calling you to be. Because he don't want your life to glorify God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I'm excited. Because even Jesus says on the cross, he endured the cross with the hope that was set before him. He knew what was coming after the cross. So since he knew what was coming after the cross, he set his eyes beyond the cross. So he endured the cross, not looking at the cross, but looking at the promise. Is there anybody in the house looking at the promise? Is there anybody that's looking beyond your present situation and you believe in God? For the promise, you might have tears coming down. You might have to cry sometimes. But hold on to the promise. Isaiah 40. God is talking to the children of Israel. They are losing hope in the promise. They are losing hope in what God has said. So God comes to them in Isaiah 40, 28. And he says, do you 
not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Notice he said at the beginning of the earth. He said, I have already fixed it at the end. So if I fixed it at the end and I walk backward to the beginning, then why don't you think that I can do what I said I'm going to do? You don't have to see it. You don't have to feel it. You just got to take me at my word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, he says, he says, does not faint. He does not grow weary. There is no searching of his understanding. Hallelujah. He gives power to the faith. And when, you know what? Time is out for us to act like we okay all the time. Time is out for us to think that we're supposed to be strong. God don't need your strength. Your strength is getting in the way of his strength. I have found out that I'm weak, I'm weary, I'm burned, but that's when God takes over. He takes over in our brokenness. He takes over in our weakness. God didn't ask you to do it. He said he would do it. Hallelujah. He said to him who has no might, God said, when you say you don't have no might and you come to me, he said, I will increase your strength. I will multiply it. I will abound it. That you will know that I'm your source. I'm your everything. I'm your peace. I'm your strength. He said, give it to me. Hold on. Say, even the youth shall faint and be wary. He said, young men, they shall be feeble and stumble and, and fall and exhaust. He said, it's not human strength. It's God's strength. He wants you to walk in. But those who wait, who have an expectation, who look to him, who hope in him, he said, they shall be changed and renew their strength. They have power. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want you to see this picture. It's an eagle that has spread its wings. And it doesn't flap, but it's standing on the edge of the cliff. And it waits till the wind comes. Oh, uh, y'all don't hear me. It waits till it helps come. It waits till its strength come. It waits. So that, so that the wind just picks it up. Hallelujah. Here it is hovering. Not that it's doing this. It's doing this. Won't God do it? Won't God pick you up? Wait on him. Spread out your hope. Spread out your expectation. Spread out your faith. Watch the Holy Spirit come up under you. And you find yourself. I feel like I'm flying. I feel like I'm sorry. Thank you, Lord. You're my everything. In the midst of everything, you are still my everything. 
I praise you. I worship you. I magnify you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there anybody? Is there anybody that want to soar with me? You mount up yourself to Jesus. You call on his name. The eagle looks at the S-U-N, but I look at the S-O-N. His name, his name is Jesus. Yeah. Your hope, your desire, your source, your fulfillment, your life, your everything. Try to get us back from where man fell from. Yes, sir. Where it was him and only him and everything else flowed from him. He's trying to get us back to where he created us. He's trying to call us out of deception of this world system into the reality of his power, of our relationship with him. It's him. It's him. It's him. You can try everything else and it won't fill you. But you was made for him. You was created for him. And he will meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. Cry to him. Scream to him. Oh, he's real. Right now he's real. Through it all, he's real. In the midst of it, he's real. In the valley, he's real. And he want to be real. He want to manifest himself in you, to you, and through you. If you're listening today, it's Jesus. You're not going to find the source, the meaning of life, your purpose of life, in nobody else but Jesus. And if you open up your heart and let it come in, he, he, he's real. He is so real. Today, if you open up your heart and say, Jesus, I need you. I place my faith and my hope in you. Today, I believe that you died and that you rose again, so I give my life to you. If you walked away, you can come back. He's the source of my everything. He's the source of your life. And he was, oh, oh, he's just that good. There's a number that you can call and someone will get back with you. The 451-31 number you can call and someone will pray with you. And then you can leave a message on the 271-8377 and we'll get back with you. Today, Lord, fill us. Minister Otis, stand up. And there's someone in the house that needs prayer. If you want to join the church, see that minister. Talk to him. Talk to him. And they will minister to you. Father, even now, your grace your spirit fill us with faith fill us with hope restore our hope restore the vision that you have for us 
that vision that will hold us, that vision that will keep us, that vision that will fill us with the hope that the devil can't take away. Lord, it's you. Help us to see that it's you. Give us an illumination of what you want to be in our lives. Help us to open up our heart and allow you to come in and be who you are in our lives. Lord, thank you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we thank you because you're just that good. Even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Bless you. See you next week. Resurrection Sunday. Hallelujah. We got a 630 sunrise and we're coming back at 10 o'clock. Love you. Be blessed. Your spirit lives within me, so I will walk in your peace. Your spirit lives within me. My victory, my victory, my victory. Oh, your spirit, your spirit lives.